The Prime Minister and Preeti Patel bullying allegations, more travel corridors, and a bizarre press conference. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Friday, November 20th. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we look at the growing speculation regarding Preeti Patel. While there have been accusations of bullying levelled against the Home Secretary for a while now, no action has yet been taken, leading to the Labour Party describing this failure of the Prime Minister to act as a Prime Ministerial cover-up. Specifically, the Home Secretary has been accused of shouting and swearing as well as belittling people by Philip Rutland, the most senior civil servant in her department. In an attempt to support her, her fellow ministers came out to say that she was kind and works hard. These complaints ultimately led to an independent report into the accusations, which was published earlier this week, with the report concluding that Patel had in fact bullied civil servants. This obviously led to increased pressure on the Prime Minister, leading Johnson to remark that he'd announce a decision later today. He made this decision around lunchtime, deciding not to sack the Home Secretary. This controversial decision led the head of the bullying inquiry to resign in protest. This is all a clear break from convention, as ministers are usually expected to resign if they're found to have breached the ministerial code. We'll have to see if there's any further backlash to this decision in the coming days and weeks. In the second story today, we stay in the UK to look at a topic that hasn't been discussed in a while now, travel corridors. For those of you who don't know or simply don't remember, travel corridors are a way of people travelling abroad without having to self-isolate upon their return. Countries on the travel corridor list usually have low case numbers, so that people who visit are unlikely to catch the disease and bring it home with them. Over the summer, many countries were added to the list, likely for two reasons. The first is that many were wanting to go on holiday and that the government likely tried to incentivize travel to these safer countries. The second is that a number of countries had lower case numbers in the summer, owing to the fact that many more people were outdoors, where the virus doesn't spread as easily. However, as the winter and second coronavirus wave rolled round, fewer countries had this decreased level of infection, and therefore fewer places were on the list. The Telegraph has pointed out today that although eight more countries were added to the list this week, only one can actually be visited by tourists. For example, Namibia has been added to the list, but as all flights there stopping countries that aren't on the list can't realistically be easily travelled to by tourists. Uruguay, Sri Lanka, the North Marina Islands, the US Virgin Islands, St Eustace and Saba are all closed to tourists, despite being on the travel corridor list. This makes six of eight countries closed to tourists, and one that still requires isolation upon return due to the flight path leaving only one country which can actually be visited by tourists, Rwanda. So it appears that changes to travel corridors won't actually help people much, unless you are already planning a trip to Rwanda. In the final story today, we move to the US to look at the next act in the saga of the 2020 presidential election. Following a particularly controversial press conference at the Four Seasons Total Landscaping, former personal lawyer to President Trump, Rudy Giuliani, has once again caused quite a stir online. While he again propagated unsubstantiated claims about voter fraud, this time saying that 
The company counting our votes. With control over our votes, it's owned by two Venezuelans who are allies of Chavez, a present allies of Maduro, with a company whose chairman is a close associate and business partner of George Soros, the biggest donor to Democratic Party and biggest donor to Antifa and biggest donor to Black Lives Matter. My goodness, what do we have to do to get you to give our people the truth? We'll leave it up to you to interpret this speech, but there are a number of issues with it. The other interesting thing about the conference was that while Giuliani was speaking, he was quite clearly warm and visibly sweaty. It seems that some of his hair dye started running down his face as he was talking, which isn't a good look for him as it drew a lot more mockery online. Let's hope the Trump team's next conference is a bit more factually accurate and a bit more successful. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.